Okay, so I want to. I made an apology last week about the uh, quote unquote bitch who was found in the uh, water tanks on top of uh, the hotel in Los Angeles. Uh, I forgot the hotel's name. While I was editing the episode, I um, decided to watch some YouTube videos about the quote unquote bitch who was found in the water tanks. And, you know, I, I started feeling even more bad. I, you know, I issued the apology during the episode about calling her a bitch because I think it was really undeserved. I really got a sense of who this bitch was, you know, after uh, doing a lot of research into her. And uh, I would like to issue a formal, real apology for calling um, Elisa or Eliza Lamb a bitch. She was a 21-year-old manic-depressive bipolar woman who had a full mental breakdown and uh jumped into those big old water tanks and uh died so elisa or eliza lamb listen baby i'm sorry okay i hope you're in heaven you're not a bitch you're a nice asian canadian woman she was canadian rudy and steven hey guys uh tristan here uh in the editing suite uh, listen, just like last week, Rudy and Steven could not give two fucking shits about this story. They were actually in the room with me the entire time I was recording this, but you never tell, because they didn't say shit. Alright, back to the podcast. So yeah, may you rest in peace, and may we get this broadcast started. I'll help you out with this one, bud. <laughs> Disrespectful. Welcome to the Horse House. I am your host, Tristan Horse, for episode 12. Look at this. After a week, we're back. Uh, last time, it took about two months for us to get back we're to Back you again, guys. boys. Yeah, so welcome back. Um, welcome to the Horse House. I am your host, Tristan Horse. I am joined on this beautiful Saturday night by my two good friends. Hey, it's me, Rudy. I'm back again. We are, we are, we are... The motherfucking horse house. We are, we are, we are the motherfucking horse house. Shouts out to P.O.D. Hey, it's Steven. What's going on? Perhaps your most lackluster uh, parody. Man, if you knew about Christian new metal back in the day. Then oh, I know would... about Christian new metal. Don't worry. No, no. you're. They ha- literally. Okay. When I was a kid. Uh, I got a story I... too at the song. Don't worry. Okay, fine. You want to you want to cut me off? No, go on. Okay. I was going to say that I do know this song and okay, I do have a history Okay, tell your story first and then I'll come in with um, Christian, who yeah. is a listener of the podcast, yeah. um, perhaps out of all of my, with the, with the exclusion of my two beautiful sisters, uh, Christian has been my your longest friend. Your best third sister. Yeah, my best third. He, he's been like my spiritual third sister. No, but he, he's been my, 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 uh, my longest friend and literally my longest friend. He's very tall. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but so... Um, <laughs> So, so back in the day, we would hear that song a lot. And Christian, I think it was Christian, came up with We Are, We Are, Two Jews and a Haitian. 
And so that's my that little... That deserves a horse. That's my... <laughs> Christian, don't worry. You're going to be on the pod again sometime. If uh, Not too many of you guys know, but Christian was a special guest one night in studio, and I lost the entire file. So, Christian, you'll be back. You'll and be it, back. Don't worry. And kid. it also had my best song, Cold Open, I think. Yeah, it did. So, Stephen, what's your, what's oh, your uh, story? I went, to, I went to a roller rink in western North Carolina when I was like yeah. nine years old. And uh, it was for uh, Christian Music Social Hour Night. At the roller rink, mm-hmm. and uh, they were they were uh, playing "Youth of a Nation" by uh, Pod. And what also, does Pod stand for? Uh, I don't know. Puddle of Disciples of Christ. No, oh, I like that. It's the Pick of Destiny, dude. Um, <laughs> you love that movie. You love Jack Black. It's a good movie. Uh, and they were also playing like <laughs> "I Feel So Alive." That's a good song. Yeah. Is that Flyleaf? No, but Flyleaf was also a Christian metal band. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. uh, but. But I just remember uh, um, one of my cousins just going, "Dude, Pod is Christian," and then like sprinting around the roller rink, and I was just like, "Wow, I feel the spirit of the Lord move within me." Do you remember Reliant yeah. K? Yeah, they that were. That was also-, also a Christian band that kind of breached the like secular world yeah. too. Have you right? ever heard Pod's song "Abortion Is Murder"? That's not a real song. It's a real song. That's not true. No, that's no, listen. Don't get up on your phone. We're fine. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, it's true, Stephen. That's so crazy. Steven, Rudy, believe you. Rudy, do you have any stories about P.O.D. when you were a child? Now, if none of you guys know, Rudy grew up on a farm with no AC. Um, he would actually shit into uh, McDonald's cups because they didn't are have you, indoor plumbing. Are you really going to dox me like that? Yeah, I'm going to dox you like that. And sometimes gonna... Rudy still shits into cups when he's hanging out in my room. They... It's really kind of gross. Okay, for the record, they weren't McDonald's cups. It's a seven-minute song called Abortion is Murder. Right, look it up, Abortion. Oh, we'll link it in the, in the, on the Twitter page. They didn't have a McDonald's worry. close enough to us, Tristan. They were actually uh, Publix cups. Don't dox us, dude. Nobody knows what Publix is outside he of He said that he went to Orlando last episode. True, I did. Well, we've talked a lot about Florida-centric things. Yeah. And if you call our voicemail, Stephen, what's our voicemail? The Horse House now has a Google Voice number. Please, at any time, toll-free, leave us a voicemail at 321-323-9521. That's 321-323-9521. The official Welcome to the Horse House voicemail brought to you by Jewel Electronic Cigarettes. Is Mango gone now, too? Mango, mango's gone too. It's a good thing we saved all those children from their well. The thing is, well, you heard the announcement recently, Rudy. I don't think I did. Like literally a couple days ago, they are ceasing manufacturing. Manufacturing. Hey, hey, hear about this one? Uh, They are ceasing to manufacture mint as well, even for the website. Even for the website. So what? We have Virginia tobacco and creme brulee now. Um, Creme brulee. Oh, fruit medley. Well, that's a flavored. Vape. Fruit so, Bentley's dead, I, I too. Think, I think only menthol and um, Virginia, tobacco. Virginia tobacco are are available. Virginia tobacco is the worst. So I'm going to be... Shut up. I'm going to be stocking up on mint jewel pods. I don't care that they're fucking 20 bucks a pack for four, and I go through uh, four in about one and a half days. Listen, bitch. I'm stocking up. Stock. Listen, if you need to take anything from this podcast, it's two things. Stock up on mint jewel pods and ammunition. Praise the Lord and pass them in jewel pods. And a little pro tip for y'all. You should uh, empty out your jewel pods and put them in a larger mod and then just rip it just as hard as you can. I don't think that's good. Also, no. um, all of the vaping deaths that uh, they're talking about on the news are related to, mm-hmm. again, as listeners of the Horse House probably know, 
fake bogus THC pods. Yes. And they have nothing cartridges. To do, cartridges, sorry. They have nothing to do with Jewel. They uh and uh when you turn on the news, all of your boomer friends are saying that uh Jeweling's worse than smoking now. So yeah, and it's also, really kind of cool. More importantly, the the cause of all this is bad parenting. It's bad just, parenting. You know, um as a libertarian, uh-huh. as an Islamo libertarian I personally believe that the government shouldn't tell you to do jack shit. Yeah, and it should be lowered right. to 12, right? Tristan pulled and, his um, dick out of a child long enough to say that. <laughs> <laughs> as, as a libertarian. And so, um, and so how about you just watch your fucking kids? kids guess watch them what, real close. Guess what? Mid-20s me, Tristan, my parents don't have to watch me anymore. The only people who watch me are doctors when I get Baker acted. I don't want the government watching anyone, Okay. Hey, listen, write that down, Rudy. I want the government watching anyone. Damn, that Baker Act joke was really stupid, wasn't it? I thought it you was know, pretty funny. That's a that's a fart for me on that it. one. Well, I, sometimes you can't, like, guffaw at every joke. I just thought, yeah, you, were getting, I thought you were getting a little bit too real with so it. If it's kind well, of like you were actually listen, Baker listen, acted. I wouldn't mind being Baker acted. Buddy, the, the people need to know why we didn't record for three months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, listen, guys. If I'm ever homeless, yeah, I'll pretend to try to kill myself so I can stay in a fucking four-star hotel oh, no. one, for one night. If, being if you're homeless, they'll help you. And you, you you probably meet so many cool people in a mental hospital like that. Yeah, haven't you ever seen the uh, the hit Zach Galifianakis movie, um, It's Kind of a Funny Story? I read the book it was based on. Is that true? Was it based yeah. on a book? Oh my god. You guys should uh you guys should check it out. If you ever really if you watched Garden Reading State Reading Steven seriously. If you watched Garden State in five hundred days of Stupid. summer. Stupid and just felt like you weren't getting enough of that fun young adult uh romance movie about uh undertones of mental health. Everyone talks shit about uh, Garden State. Garden State's a good movie. He liked the shins? Yeah. Yeah. There you go, Garden State. Yeah, that song Australia, right? Isn't it called Australia? Uh-huh. They have that song. Yeah, That's not song. in the movie, though. It wasn't That's out good. yet. Okay, well, I'm not watching the movie, then. That's the mm-hmm. only song I know by them. I just like it because Zach Braff I've also, is a very good man. Zach Braff is like budget brand Dax Shepard. That's not true. Yeah, no, it's no. definitely true. Mm-hmm. He looks stupid. He looks like a dumb cartoon character. Well, you know, if you're ever homeless, Tristan, you can always go to Southern California to Ed Buck's house, and he'll take good care of you. True, and he will forcefully inject you with methamphetamines. Mm-hmm. I'm not a black man, though, so he'd have to get Rudy on that. Oh, yeah. And also, he's a well, liberal, so Rudy being underage will also be something that he really enjoys. He wouldn't be able to tell anymore, though. What does that mean? Well, he wouldn't be able to tell since I got the surgery after Little St. James. I'd have to. Oh, true. Fuck. You're Caucasian now. I forgot. I'd, I'd have to start freestyling whenever I showed up to his store. Oh, yeah. True. true. Once you started right. like doing exotic break dances, he'd know. Um, so, something that's big in the news right now a bunch of people are butthurt over. Uh... <laughs> you stick hey, up. Hey, this one? one, a lot of people are butthurt with. Uh, a bunch of liberals out here butthurt. With Mr. Dr. T.I.'s. Um... <laughs> Act, uh, activities these last, these last 18 years of annually taking his daughter to the gynecologist to check if her hymen is intact. What are your thoughts on that, boys? I'll let, I'll let you take the first No, I'd punch. like for Dr. Professor Rudy to... Rudy's the big science guy around here. You guys always like to get in scientific arguments, so I yeah. really think... Well, Rudy I have another science it. question for Rudy later on, and he'll probably get pretty I mean, mad you, about it. Do you want... It's a, really a science statement, well, let, I believe. Let him get ripped do you want a, up. Do you want a science bitch question or answer? No, or do I, I don't want go? any science. I just think, is it good that he does this to his sweet daughter? Is she of age? Uh, she's 18 now. Is he Muslim? Um, this just, I don't this, believe he's Muslim. No, but, it's not cool. Yeah, okay. This just came up, like, 
every, he he was like my my little girl's finally eighteen. Every year I take her to the kind of call just to make sure that the, the paint <laughs> Listen, no one scratched also, the paint. And also I, I make sure kind that of a she king never, move. Also make sure that she never uh, takes any gymnastics courses or uh, or yeah, goes or horseback riding. If, um, not yeah. to get too much into sciences, it's so fucking boring. Um, I don't think the hymen is the end all be all of whether or not you're a virgin. No, right? absolutely not. Yeah. It's tightness. How do women not um, pop their cherry by putting tampons and shit up there? This feels like a question we should have asked a woman. I don't know any women. Yeah, yeah. I'm a misogynist. What's a woman? What's a what's a woman? What's a woman? That's a shout out to the fresh the fresh prince of Blair. Um, Stephen, what are your thoughts on Ti doing this to his I mean, sweet daughter Ti like, Junior? Like if we're being, <laughs> uh, please, it's Tiny Junior. Did you ever never watch that show on VH1? Uh, Did you look? In, in all honesty, that, yeah, it know. frightens me. Doesn't? Yeah, I think it's cool. It's a you are you are true. Listen, it's a very king move. Well, now that it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a, a very king move, I want to do it to my daughter. But I have personal experience with this. It's a very black Twitter society meme. Yeah, like <laughs> up until I was. This is gonna be kind of serious here. Okay, I'm um, cue the sad violin music. Well, no, not even do that. For and up until the age of eighteen, my father took me to the proctologist every year to make sure my gay hymen wasn't broken. To and, make sure um, no one had ever milked your prostate. To make sure that my prostate was not, you know, all bruised up and shit from hard penises. When did that start? Um, I, I think it was my first birthday. My father took me yeah. to the guy, to the male gynecologist, the proctologist. It's cool that your proctologist covered for you all these years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know, when uh, after I reached the age of eighteen, my dad took me to um my last proctology, my my my, my last proctologist appointment and um and to celebrate the last one ever we went to friendlies afterwards and uh we got fudge sundays i didn't like that one um what did your proctologist say on the last like just with like a tear in his eye was like good night soldier i love you more than god he was like he was like you put my kids through college he, he looked at me he was with shit on his finger and he said do not go gentle on that good night sound. He said, "Rage." Th- he said, "Rage against the dying of the light." Exactly. He said, "Thank you for saving this for me all these years." Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for. I've wanted to fuck you since your first birthday. My dad. <laughs> my dad said, "He's all yours now, doctor." And I live with him to this day. You've done good by us, doc. He pulled. Here's your he award. pulled the 18 year old glove that he's kept on his hands for years. Yeah. That just had your shit on it. Yeah. It's not even a glove anymore. It's just the elastic that goes around the wrist. Well, I was talking to Rudy's girlfriend about this recently about a uh, pap. Smears. I don't have a girlfriend. Because for the longest time, sorry, your fiance for the last yeah. for the last like twenty three years, I had a pap smear. It was like a spa treatment, and so I was asking her like what they do at these pap smears, and she said that they got these. They put you in stirrups, and they get you know, um, they get two horses in the side of you, and they they attach um, ropes to your labia, and they smack the horses' asses, and they run apart, and they spread <laughs> you wide open. And then while they're spread, they stick you a bunch of like um, what are those things called? You put your ears turkey basters. No, um, what's the thing you, cl- you, cl- you clean your ears out with? No, the little um, wax candles, cotton, cotton swabs. Don't tell them. You, they take cotton swabs and they swab you up. And I said to her, I said, what, 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 you know, what would go through your mind if uh, you went to go pay the bill and you saw the doctor back there sucking on that cotton swab like a fucking, like a fucking tootsie roll, like, <laughs> like. <laughs> Like a like a fresh minion uh, ice cream pop from the the ice cream truck. Is that sexual assault? No, no, because he's just rinsing it off so he can use it again. <laughs> oh, true, true, true. Yeah, yeah. 
You know, they say that you're never supposed to stick cotton swabs far into your ear because it could do damage because well, they're actually designed no. to go into women's vaginas. Hey, Steven, Pussies, gashes, Well, cuts. PSA for everyone, including Steven, don't stick anything larger than your elbow in your ear. See, now, no, 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 isn't it's smaller, cotton folks. swabs in your ear? That's kind of an archaic thing nowadays, right? Yeah, you're not supposed to do that. They tell you not to do that. No, yeah, don't stick they, shit in your ear. Fuck the science, bitches. I, I love just... No, using a cotton. Swab. All you're doing is just packing the shit that you don't get farther. Okay, in your now ear. listen, you need boys. To go in deeper. Listen, yeah, one, so you can pack it in more. Does that sad? No, not me. I'm does, sorry. Does that is your s- ear a muzzle loader? I get, I get torque. Does I that get torque in there? I go. <laughs> I get mange. All right, they're not um, being quiet, so I can voice my question. Yeah, I muted Rudy and Steven. Um, Steven, do you get a certain satisfaction? Like it feels you get pleasure from putting cotton swabs in your ears. Well, I wouldn't say like a pleasure, but I do get a certain closer. I wouldn't say I get a pleasure. I do get a certain satisfaction from like um, I feel cleaner. Okay, one thing I've gotten a lot of pleasure from is flossing too hard, and my gums yeah. getting swollen like bleeding. That's because you're a sadomasochist. It feels no, really that good. makes sense. Instead of slitting my wrists from all the depression and sadness in my head, I just do that. So back onto the hymens. If Wolverine, oh yeah, hymens. If Wolverine had a hymen, do you think it would regenerate? I remember middle school. Well, that brings us to a better and bigger question. Um, can he never get circumcised? True. Does his foreskin just regenerate? That was a question that was posed by people on the internet a long time ago. Well, it depends on what Wolverine lore you subscribe to, right? Because in like the main continuity, he didn't have regenerative abilities until Weapon X, right? What is is Weapon X, is Weapon X like the final solution? Final solution for his bones. Yes, Steven, it's very hard talking in death about things. Yes, I know you are a commie. What? I'm sorry. Yeah. Would it grow back or not, Steven? Oh, by the way, guys, we're still in unfinished studio, so if you hear motorcycles and cars go by, we're basically outside. All right, is that all the nerd stuff we have to talk about today? Okay, but would it grow back, though? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, no, probably because if something's damaged, it grows back. Do you count it as damage, though? It's broken. Well, you can slip past a hymen. Some say. Like, you can... you can. Oh, where's your proof? Like you can stretch it gently and then get gross. Past it. You're gross. So as we said earlier, we now have a voicemail. It is three two one three two three nine five two one. Brought to you by Jewel Electronic Cigarettes. Uh, we have five voicemails. So would you guys like to take a look? Yeah, I'd love to. Let's take a listen, rather. All right. So we have this one. Let's play it. How many of these do we have to censor? Hey, boys. Uh, this is Chris. I just, oh. wanted to, I just wanted to wish you guys a good show. Okay. Bye. Oh, that Thanks, blesses bud. me. That blesses me. I love Chris. That He's was so handsome. That was so much I more wholesome Chris. than I thought it was going to yeah, be. Chris is, yeah, Chris is a good guy. Follow um, follow Chris at uh, Chris Connell XXX on Twitter. Is that his exact Twitter let me, account? Let me make sure there's no yeah. underscores. Chris's Twitter account is... Chris Connell, Connell with two N's and two L's, so C-O-N-N-E-L-L, X-X-X. He just tweeted some pictures of Timothy Chalamet photoshopped with uh, adult female breasts. Okay, yeah, so so check out. uh, The the actual name of the radio show is Yeah Right. 
Yeah, there we yeah, go. Right? Yeah, right? And I, it's and I very always get funny. that confused because I'm always just listening to it on the drive to the post yeah. office. Yeah. So, like, I just click on it on Spotify. Because like, the great thing about Spotify is you can just uh, subscribe to the pod, the pod and it comes to you. And I believe you can also listen to it live at KPIS Yes, KPIS.fm. Um, Stephen, real quick, can you clarify your, your remarks on calling his podcast Come Town Junior? I think you may have taken some offense to that. Oh, I was just uh, joking around because uh, their first episode, How to Satisfy a Woman, which I really did enjoy that episode. Yeah, it's uh, good. It was just uh, Chris and uh, the other two boys. I believe one's name is Noah. And uh, uh, he really loves the president. And uh, uh, another gentleman who, uh, his name escapes me at the moment, but they're just goofing off, having a good time. And it really uh, brought to me those irreverent vibes. They weren't aping come town. They weren't doing anything wrong. I was just really digging the vibe. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. I yeah. like to I like to think that it's uh, our sister show. Yeah, okay, cool. I, I like that. Uh, Chris is a really good guy. Um, perhaps when I... Uh, um, unironically, one of my most handsome friends. He's a beautiful man, uh, uh, a legitimately good friend of mine. Uh, we, I, I would like Chris. I'm talking directly to you. I would like to think that our friendship um, goes beyond the internet, and we are true, truly friends. His last podcast, the the uh, the Chris Show with Miranda, was a really funny podcast. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, uh, Miranda did Died. die. Yeah. So, all right. Um, next one. Uh, here it is. Huh. MAGA. <laughs> Who are you? Dyke. Redacted. Shitballs. Come. I've actually, I have actually no idea who that was. Were we just activated? We were just activated. All right, so thank you for that one. Here's the next one. What I do have is a very particular set of skills. <laughs> yeah, okay. Hello. Is this the house of the rising horse? <laughs> That's the, that was a good one. Um, all right. Um, what's this one? All right. Thank you so much for that. I believe that, was, I believe that was our good friend, Nathan. Thank you, Nathan, for calling in for your, from your Motorola Engage in the north of Siberia. I appreciate you calling in on your Neo Geo game console from Olympus Mons. Alright, this one, uh, let's listen to this one. Hey, this is the boys over at Mason's house. We're all just wishing you good luck with the podcast tonight. Hope it goes well. Steven, what's going on? It's nice to hear about you. Rudy, it's nice to hear about you too, bud. You guys just have a great podcast tonight. Tristan, thanks for the rock star. Always appreciate it. Thank you, Nathan. That was Nathan again. Uh, you're welcome to the rock star. We had a good time with it, all right? Better phone now, Nathan. Thanks. Yeah, better phone. Uh, so those were our voicemails. Thank you that guys all so much. so much more wholesome than I thought it would <laughs> Yeah, I, I know, right? Um, so yeah, well, call us. One. Um, call us at 321-323-9521. That number, again, is 321 Three nine five two one. And if you have any uh, advice you want to ask or any questions you have for the show, that's a great place to reach us. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, questions, topics, anything you want, baby, we got you. We're desperate. We're desperate. 
So, um, I forgot to talk about this last podcast, but I went to Nashville to see uh, Nick Cave. Not in the bad seats, a solo Nick Cave. Last time I saw Nick Cave was in North Carolina. I traveled eight hours, and this time I traveled 12 hours. Uh, he never comes to Florida. So, um, while I was there, I went to the Johnny Cash Museum, mm-hmm. and uh, as well as the Country Music Hall of Fame. And I noticed something very strange. Johnny Cash, probably to you guys, um, most of the time, um, mostly 1970s and 80s Johnny Cash, seems like a heavy set man. A large, not fat, but a large Portly. man. Portly. He was like 6'4, yeah. big guy. All of his outfits, tiny. Yeah. Like, really tiny. And everyone else's outfits in the museums, very tiny. Even people who you see as like chubby. Very tiny outfits. Well, it was probably probably his outfits were from when like uh, he was on. No, I saw outfits from the early sixties, outfits in the eighties, the seventies, nineties. Do you think they accidentally dried them in like a hot dryer? It's either that, or I think that with like chemicals in our foods, humans have like evolved in the past like thirty to forty years. I mean, we're definitely larger, but have you seen the album cover to Folsom Prison? No, it's true. He's yeah. not a lean man. No, I'd, I'd say like. Maybe he's not heavy set. He's definitely stocky. It was a strange because you always because I'd always read that he was six foot four and in his at the height of his weight was about three hundred pounds. He was just he was never a fat guy, just big. Yeah. He was just a big guy. So very strange. Um, at the Country Music Hall of Fame, the only average size person I saw was Kenny Rogers. Damn, his vest was something I could wear. That checks out. But everyone else looked like little dollhouse clothes. Freaked me out. My my head canon is that he was large and those were his clothes. But yeah. Whenever he was performing, it was essentially just like he's wearing baby doll tees, mm-hmm. but it was just his large cash gut hanging out. Okay. <laughs> uh, really cool. Something I saw at the Johnny Cash Museum was um. I'd love to see Johnny Cash in a crop top. I. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? But uh and some mom jeans. Yeah, yeah. But um Nashville is pretty cool. It was like a just it's been very commercialized, it seems though. It was like going to Disney World. Yeah. Um That's we were there on a weekend extent, and though, right? it was literally they they'd even told us on a tour that it's about on a weekend, fifty thousand people on the streets of Nashville. Damn. Fifty thousand people. I mean it it was shoulder elbow to elbow. It was pretty fucking crazy. It's interesting. I actually, for the first time, saw um, Black Hebrews. You know, the Black Hebrew... Um, the Black Israelites? The, the Black Hebrew is- Israelites. Yeah. They were actually having like their their weird table set up out there where they were yelling. I was in the tour bus, so we drove past. Dude. That shit rules. Yeah, and all I could make out was one sign. It had a bunch of pictures of an aborted fetus, and all I could make out was clan bloodline. That, that's all I could read from it. Wait, but, wait, but, hell yeah. But we drove pot- wait, by... in the Yeah, it, and they were wearing their weird, like, you know, she, um, like daishikis and stuff. Not daishikis, no, because they were like kind of like Hebrew clothes. It, it, they wear those weird, like, armor plates, mm-hmm. like weird chest plates. And um, what is it called? The Iron Sheik wears it. And, um, yeah, yeah. Like, you, you know, that, that shit. Yeah. And they have the fucking, like, metal colanders on their heads. Would and you shit. call that a veil? It's not quite it's a veil. It's not a veil. I forget the term. It's. I totally forget what it's called, but you guys all know what I'm talking about. So that was really cool seeing them because I've only ever seen them in, in videos and like cringe comps. I um, I saw one in a small suburban town in Florida one time, just on the street. Just really, go into town and it was awesome. I'm glad I passed them on a tour bus because they they get really mean to people. Oh, absolutely. Like, I don't want to hear what they had to say. To me. I would love to hear what they. But had this to say. guy kind of. In my experience, he kind of looked lost, like he was like at a major intersection, but it was not like 
the place to be yeah. you would think for a black israelite but he was he was going for it man for and I, I was kind of just like man good for you mm-hmm. like they're i'm kind of shitheads well yeah but like, they're uh, really bad people well yeah but more power to you bud thanks for converting all these sinners yeah but, hey man if if you're just like you feel the calling and you're, you're like uh i need to go be a black israelite and redacted suburban community yeah. well, I guess who, so. who wins in a fight uh street preachers of black israelites or nation of islam nation of islam is cooler because they got Yakub. To the big-headed black guy who Nation made of white Islam people. Thank you for segueing into this for me. Nation yeah. of Islam killed Malcolm X. That shit's so, so fucking dumb. Hey, shout out Nation of Islam. You guys, uh, your creation myths are big dumb. Yeah. Um, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, cool guy, and also our good friend... Um, Farrakhan? Louis <laughs> Farrakhan. <laughs> friend of the Honorable show. Honorable Louis Farrakhan. Friend of the show. Uh, a friend of the show. But yeah, the, the black... Uh, the, black um, the Nation of Islam believes that... White people were made in a test tube by Yakub, a really well, big-headed black man. Yakub was nicknamed Big Head by everyone else in Mecca, and by like the age of eighteen, he consumed all the literature in the town. Um, so then, trying to make like a proto-human, he made the white man, which is where normally a lot of people would agree, but instead, the Nation of Islam says that it was a scourge. Yeah. Um, I, as a black man, as a black boy, <laughs> yeah, can say true. this. Mm. Um, Louis Farrakhan, please. Right call into the show. Yeah, Louis Farrakhan, please call into the show. Please text me back. Yeah, please, yeah, please <laughs> answer my DMs, Queen. Uh, I'm, I'm subscribed to his OnlyFans. You know, we never get to see any pussy from him, but uh, whatever. I hope he sees this, bro. Yeah, but uh, so we also went to Memphis. Uh, I was with my folks. Were you, were you and, walking uh, in Memphis? I was walking in Memphis. Thank you. And um, and our, our tour took us through um, uh, St. Jude. The hospital, yeah, because that's a big thing, you know. Um, St. Jude has a lot of good stuff. They when they started the the child um, survival rate for cancer was twenty percent, now it's eighty percent, which is pretty fucking cool. And they took us to a little visitor center and they let us out for like fifteen minutes, the tour bus to like walk around. And um, they told us not to go into the hospital just because germs and shit. So my dad and I, we thought it'd be pretty funny, and, and, and we went inside the actual hospital and we were like sneezing all over like the floors and walls and like you know and spitting everywhere. It, it was kind of funny. So they let you, you out. spit directly into a child's mouth. Yeah, they let you out to go look at the grounds outside of a hospital, but not to go talk to the black Israelites. <laughs> I, I, I know, right? Two different tour buses. But, we um, live in a society. Yes. Um, so uh, there we go. Um, so that was really cool. And then we went past the Lorraine Motel. Where Dr. Martin Luther King was murdered by James Earl Ray. And um, that was a pretty cool experience. Although they've been trying to appeal to younger people. So in the museum, the Learning Hotel is now a museum. They don't have, nothing says he was murdered. They all replaced murdered with murked. And so it was kind of weird looking at that. And also we got him for free. Because um, my dad said that he is the son of James Earl Ray. And he's really sorry. So, uh, score one for us. Pretty yeah. cool. So that, that, that was my little trip. You know, uh, we had a good time. I met Nick Cave after the concert. Uh, my, my all-time favorite musical genre is, in fact, country music. So, what can I say, baby? I was, uh, I was basically in Mecca. It was a really good time. Uh, I mean, what I more can I say? Oh, oh shit! I think you guys all know that blessed song louis f is in the building yeah and uh i believe that sound means that it is time for tristan's viral audio clip of the week 
and that was loud as fuck. So if you guys are wearing uh, earphones, I apologize. Send me the invoice for the medical bills, and we'll see uh, what we can uh, do. Yeah, except now you're immersed. Now this. Oh, uh, just uh, schmoozing all the uh, reporters uh, at the oh, end. the fuck? Happy anniversary to me and Jessica. So this one, I saw this on Twitter. A Is couple- Louis Farrakhan in his swing band? I saw this fucking video a while back on Twitter. It's from the Emmys, the last Emmys. Do you ever see this with Terrence Howard? He's being interviewed. Terrence Howard uh, is that black man who's on that one show. Um, he's also for, uh, Power, yeah? Yeah. Or well, Empire. He's Empire, being, forgive me. Uh, Empire. He's the Jesse Smollett show. Guys. I have a confession to make. You don't know who Terrence Howard is? If you saw a picture of me, you'd know him. I get him mixed up with Cuba Gooding Jr. I can tell you who he is. No, it's okay. I can tell you who he is. Also, he is the star of Oscar-winning movie, Hustle and Flow. Yes. So so this clip is from a news show. So I don't know if people are going to be narrating over it. I did not preview the video before, so I don't. I'm not too sure what's going on. So, okay. Lucius is in the house. Uh, Terrence Howard here. This is Terrence Howard at the Emmys being interviewed. You made huge headlines when you said after you complete these 15 episodes of Empire, you got to walk away for a while or forever. For good. I'm, I'm, I mean, everyone keeps trying to, but I've spent 37 years pretending to be people so that people can pretend to discoveries in life with the science that, you know, Pythagoras was searching for. I was able to open up the flower of life properly and find the real wave conjugations that we've been looking for for 10,000 years. Why would I continue, you know, walking on water for tips when I've got an entire generation to teach a whole new world? To t- that, that's a big remark. Yeah. What, what, what do you intend to, to do? Well, let me put it this way. All energy in the universe is expressed in motion. All motion is expressed in waves. All waves are curved. So where does the straight lines come from to make the platonic solids? There are no straight lines. So when I took the flower of life and opened it properly, I found a whole new wave conjugations that expose the in-between spaces. That's, it's the thing that holds us all together. Amen, brother. Let's go. Hell yeah, Terrence. Find Flower that fucking truth. Flower of life. Yeah. Flower of life. There yeah. are no straight lines. Yeah. Holy shit. Pretty cool, huh? And no one ever really, no one really talked about that. Fucking Yakub 2.0. <laughs> no Dude, one talked about that. That seems unhinged. How did that, that man keep a straight face? That seems that insanely unhinged. Terrence Howard, the day before, invested all of his money in goop. Yeah. <laughs> All those jade pussy eggs to you know, uh, shove up his male gash. Hustle and flow. He re- it really is hard out here for a Jeez, man. Terrence Howard is going well, hard geez. in the Terrence fucking Howard. Pain. So that was Tristan's Valentine clip of the week. I can't hear, but all I can think about is the tree of life. At least, or not the tree of life. The flower of life, bro. Yeah. At least Terrence Howard Insanity. doesn't have like a pretty solid track record of running away from successful projects where he had a lot of promise. So Stephen just, just walked just, outside. Just cut you back in. Stephen just walked outside and said that we should vamp. I don't know. What, um, I know how to vape, <laughs> dude. Hey, put it up, brother. Let's get a vape in. Do you hear him yelling? Big structural Bailey. Big structural Bailey. Big structural Bailey. the room. He's saying big structural Bailey. Folks, I think. Big structural Bailey. But folks, I think that Elizabeth Warren has entered the room. Hello, Miss uh, uh, Secretary, uh, Madam President. Uh, yeah. 
So, Stephen, would you like to? We'll play the audio clip. Uh, would you like to lead us into it, please? So, so as you guys know, uh, in next year there's going to be a presidential election in the United States, and one of the candidates is um, First Nations member Elizabeth Warren. Yes, and um, she is visiting uh, Iowa, and uh, her official uh, Twitter account posted a video of her in Des Moines, where for some reason. Um, they spent some of her campaign money on a giant inflatable balloon version of her dog named Bailey, uh, which I it's believe about thirty feet tall. Yeah, it's a sizable dog. Her campaign dog that they got, and um, staple 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 to the dog is uh, they should have gotten a campaign buffalo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> staple staple to the dog instead of like the seven sisters or whatever you think they would put on her. Uh, is uh, two pennies for the two cent tax she's going to put on billionaires, which will fund um, everything. Everything, yeah. But what is great is, um, let me just say, several people in Des Moines have eaten the Warren Lotus. All right, let's take a listen. <laughs> She's walking up to the dog and pretending to pet it. She's petting it, going, nice dog. I love it. Good boy. (laughs) So as you guys can hear, they go from chanting Medicare for all to basically just describing what's in front of them big by chanting structural bailey big structural bailey big structural bailey big structural bailey which gives me sort of like brainwashed cold vibes oh it's very good i They're, have to assume that it's a meme that we're not into it has to be some kind of strange meme steven you're a shit lib is there anything you've read about this um the big structure comes from the whole meme with elizabeth warren is that she has a plan for that because um oh so there's actually a meaning to this yeah, they're saying. I don't like it anymore. It's not funny anymore. Well, no, no. They're just applying. Um, I, I think they are literally just saying this is a big structural dog, like all of Elizabeth Warren's big structural plans that uh, she uh, stole from Bernie Sanders' website okay. and dot um, okay from Stephen. Stephen, this is not a political vo- vlog. Guys. Okay, I'm sorry, but anyway, no. I think the whole thing is like, uh, like it's just like she has big structural plants, and here's a very large, blown up, big structural dog, and I love it so fucking much. You are a bad man. I Guys, love it. We I can love it. Can... Don't you love it? Don't you love it? No, I don't love it. I no, it's, it's it's like all of the like cold personality shit in American politics. Like all we care about is whether or not we can have a beer with a person, not whether I, they can yeah, run the country. Yeah. And it's all about big structural Bailey. So last week we had a bit of a game, kind of a game, a celebrity death pool. I don't really know if that's a... Yeah, it's like his points were involved if any of these people die. Points. So I have devised for us a game. I love games. And the name of this game is... What's their ethnicity? Woo! Now, in Hollywood, we have many racially ambiguous celebrities. And um, I'd like to 
name some for you guys and have you guess what their ethnicity is, okay? Now. Is it going to go back and forth or do we have to It's going to go it? back and forth. If you get it right, it doesn't go to Rudy. If you get it wrong, it goes to Rudy, vice versa. Okay. You know what I mean? And we just have one guess or can we go back and forth until we get it? No. Only one guess, okay? And you guys have to keep score because I have nothing to keep score on, okay? Rudy's going to Steven score. is getting his iPhone out. I have my brain to keep score. Yeah, I'm not a not a zoomer like Steven. So. Number one, Keanu Reeves. You have three options. Oh, it's multiple choice. White and Japanese, white and Eastern Russian, white and Chinese Hawaiian. Steven. C. White and Chinese Hawaiian. Steven is right. That's one point. <laughs> I actually knew that one. Rob Cheater. Schneider. This one's for Rudy. Is he white and Vietnamese? White and Filipino? Or white and Cambodian? Wow. Um, I'm going to go B. You're Fili- right. Filipino. You're right. Rudy is right. That's one point for Rudy. Neck and neck. I knew that one too. Next okay. up is a bit of a hard one. Good for you. You knew it's Fred Armisen. Okay. Is Fred Armisen... Latino, white, and Korean, Samoan, white, and Japanese, or Indian and white. Can I get the first two again? Latino, white, and Korean, Samoan, white, and Japanese. I'm going to go with Latino, white, and Korean. Steven, two points now. Next up, we have we only have two more left, so this time <laughs> Rudy, for one point, Jessica Alba, Hawaiian and white, Hispanic and white, or Filipina and white. This is tough. I don't pay attention to woman actors. Um, Same. Could you read the, the questions again? Jessica Alba, is she Hawaiian and white, Hispanic and white, Filipina and white? I'm going to go Hispanic and white. I think that's the easy answer. One though. point for Rudy. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. Now, I'm, this might be a tied game. I, I didn't really think this thing through. Well, you guys are doing really good. Well, we're tied and you this only one have one probably, more left, right? This one will probably... Oh, yeah, true. This one will probably be very easy for Steven since he has like an autistic brain. And so do you, I guess. He has you're, no you're fucking idea. Vin Diesel. God damn it. Is he black and white? White and Hispanic? Or white and Chinese? He's black and white. Steven won the game. Bullshit. Yes. Holy shit. You know what I, you know why I remember Vin Diesel's black and white? How do you know all this shit? You want- Fred Armisen surprised me. Well, because... Uh, For a while, he thought he was Japanese and not um, Chinese, I, uh, Korean. I wouldn't have guessed I was just, Japanese. I was just laying heavily on um, the Latin, because like, he's very good at like Latin caricatures. He so. also played Obama, mm-hmm. which is kind of, nowadays, wouldn't pass. No. Uh, Thank you, be, Justin Trudeau. That would be cancel culture. Right. But also... Um, you, you want to know why I remember Vin Diesel's half black and half white? Why do you? Because he doesn't look black at all. Like, he doesn't look mixed race at all. When Tristan and I first became really close friends oh, before yes. we even knew Rudy. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Do you remember? Oh, I remember this. Go on. When Tristan and I This were, is a demonic story. Yeah, when Tristan and I became really close friends before we even knew Rudy. Before, before, Rudy was like five years old when we met. Yeah, when when um, the horse house was just a twinkle in Tristan's eye. Um, we used to go to Denny's all the time. Oh, almost every single night. 
like we would always go and hang out at Denny's. And sometimes uh, listeners of the show, Christian and Chandler and Matt and even Steve would sometimes be there. But Tristan and I would very frequently go and we had a favorite waitress and she wasn't even necessarily like she didn't start out as our favorite waitress, but she kind of adopted us. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's sitting on my lap and stuff sometimes. Yeah, she was very infatuated with Tristan. Yeah. And for a, uh, in a certain light, definitely being. But but I but what I'm saying, oh yeah, too, is that like there was they certainly had a chemistry. Oh, yeah. And you know what happened in the bathroom? No, I didn't. Uh, it wasn't just Denny's diarrhea, folks. Yeah. Um, but but this, diarrhea was involved. This woman, for some reason, one night just. <laughs> Felt the need to tell us about all of her depravities mm-hmm. when it came oh, yeah. to Vin Diesel. Yes. And she just, like, I, if I remember correctly, she said the phrase, I would let Vin Diesel rape me. Yes. Which is something you definitely tell your customer at Denny's at 3 a.m. And I... I was the only people you can tell it to. Mm-hmm. And I choked on my Coca-Cola when she, she said also that. Also, before that, she also had a, a plump friend who, um, with stringy hair, stringy curly hair, mm-hmm. um... Who also worked there, and before she talked about Lane doing Diesel rape or her rape fantasies with uh, Mr. Diesel, they also, if you let someone, if, if you let someone rape you, they're not raping you; they're having sex with you because that's literally what rape is—not letting someone have sex with well, you. Rape play is a thing. And her little plump friend um, started the whole Vin Diesel conversation about how she was talking about how it's a rumor that Vin Diesel's gay. He's not gay; he's bisexual. Yeah, and they all talked about how really how disgusting that was and i think our our denny's girlfriend that we shared i think that she, um, she was in love with you i, I think, was just along for the ride. i think she even said something along the lines of i can't imagine him screwing a man in the ass that's disgusting something like that was she implying that he's a bottom um i mean is vin diesel a bottom i don't think so i do I, that's a poll her. that that's okay if you go to the welcome the horse house facebook page instagram <laughs> <laughs> If you go to the Welcome to the Horse House Friendster page, if you go to the Welcome to the Horse House Twitter page uh, at duh underscore horse underscore house, you will find a poll. Is Vin Diesel a bottom or top? And or remember, to, remember to dig us too, folks. Also, but I do, I, I might be remembering this wrong because it was a very long time ago. Um, I feel like I also remember saying like it didn't matter. Yeah, it's it's really all blur because I was drinking so much Coca Cola, and eating so with much a twist of lemon, greasy. True, I love Coca Lemon. Um, and eating so much fucking greasy, disgusting slop. Big hamburger, big grand Ugh. slam. Wind. Is Ugh. it is it cheating if I say Vin Diesel's verse? Because right. I think he is. Well, that's gonna be one of the. What options. does verse mean? Both. Top or bottom? Versatile. Oh, versatile. A versatile bottom. No. Okay, so yeah, that was our Denny story. I had another thing to say. Why'd you set me up for failure? Can on the you game? remind me that I won the game though? Because I don't win many things. Steven won the game. So shout out to Steven. Um, next podcast, he has a day off. It'll be just me and Rudy. So, um, yeah. All right. So have you guys seen how OK Boomer has fucking exploded onto the memes? Fuck yeah. everyone that's using that right now. It's true. It's been so co-op. Y'all are fucking and, posting cringe. And, and and I'm not a huge fan of being like, all oh, these normies ruining things, but the second you start putting memes on shirts and I see advertisements on Facebook for it, I'm out, dog. So I'm ageist as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the whole, fuck 99% of boomers. There are some wholesome boomers. Our president's a boomer, Rudy. Oh, shut. Oh, damn it. Oh, shut. Uh, oh, damn it. I just lost for words. I'm no, sorry. The Zoomers that come into the post office love OK Boomer. 
Oh, do they? they? Love yeah. Great. Yeah. Boomer. It is, they call me a boomer. I've never seen a meme though blow up as fast as okay boomer did well like, it's because o- overnight it was everywhere did you see the twitter conversation um which one some guy said that oh, okay yeah. boomer was the new n-word the new n-word for old people yeah and after that which I think it might be just, true it just kind of blew up Were you this you're the science guy is okay boomer the new n-word for old people is, uh, it, is it the new N, not just for old people, is it the new N-word? It's a very meme argument that's been like said a lot, but if you're saying that something is equal to another word and you can't say one of those words, I don't think they're equal. Another meme that really exploded was uh, the Epstein didn't kill himself meme. I'm glad for Another that. brave I'm, man went on the well, news today. In, in, Did you see oh, that? No, I didn't see it. Here, him. I'm going to pull it up. Not for the podcast, yeah. but just to show you. But um, but that's actually there's some stupid fucking riri people on Twitter who um are saying all these normies fucking ruin Epstein and kill himself. That's good. Yeah, it's no, so, it it's supposed the well, only reason we do it is so normies know. Well, when, I, when I saw my boomer aunt um sharing memes about Jeffrey Epstein not killing himself, I was like, all right, this is kind of badass. It's keeping it alive. Yeah, here's the deal. Uh, Epstein didn't kill himself is not a fucking meme. It's a PSA. Exactly. The point true. is to propagate the fucking message. Yeah, it's very, that's that's spot on, Rudy. It's very true. I mean, like if it was a meme, then like you can like you can fucking tip your fedoras to all your Kekistani bros and yeah. talk about how the normies are ruining your fucking yeah. hip new green text meme, yeah. boys. <laughs> but at the end of the fucking day, people need to know that he didn't fucking kill himself. I don't even think he's dead. I really think he's alive. He's probably in Israel getting facial reconstruction so the surgery. Guy, I'm serious. Cutter, cutter not Israel. Well, they call Israel the the new Little St. James. <laughs> the guy, Thank the guy, boys. the guy that we talked about before was on Fox News, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. This kid was on MSNBC. Oh, so I'm which just... isn't that big of a deal because Fox News is the most watched news network. It's true. Oh, okay. No, just... no, play it, play it. You're good. I know, but I'm just going to say for, this, for clarification, this... uh, President Trump went to a college football game today. Uh, yeah. The the day we're recording the podcast. And um, there was a big controversy. It was at the University of Alabama, and Alabama said, "Well, like if you be the president in protest, you might not be able to get tickets yeah. next time or whatever." Good. So, so they're interviewing a student that's wearing a, a Trump pin and uh, or, or just, a student that claimed he was a Trump supporter. Just a disclaimer: this is not coming from my laptop. It's coming from Stephen's phone. So there will be a little bit of a decrease in quality. But let's listen. Very good. Awesome. Yeah. Very, very good. Very good. But you know the bad, the black pill about this whole meme of Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself is that Hillary Clinton will still go on The yeah. Daily Show and, and laugh in your face about how you can't do jack shit. Yeah. So that's a bit of a black pill. But it's good that people are keeping the Jeffrey Epstein story alive. As MC Ride once said, it goes, it goes, it goes, it goes, guillotine. Especially since Jeffrey Epstein's brother hired that independent investigator and and he took a look at the body and said, yeah, this is definitely homicide. A suicide. This is definitely a suicide. But he said that these have all of the hallmarks, not hallmarks, all of the, all of the signs, this has all the signs of, yeah, this has all the hallmarks of um, homicide, which well, I mean, it does. Like, I mean, we all any, knew it was going to happen. We couldn't do shit. Well, also, any, like any idiot could tell you the like one of the most maximum security prisons 
in America, like the same holding blocks where they just held El Chapo. Where literally no ago. one has ever killed themselves on record. Yeah, like two guards just all of a sudden yep. well, went on break thing. at the same time, mm-hmm. and there's no video at the same and time. a lot of the guards were also prisoners. Do you remember reading that? Yeah. Is that true? They were in that program where like uh, the prisoners watch each other. Yeah, weird shit. Yeah, that's the Stanford experiment. <laughs> I remember that. I, I was uh, my dad was one of the prisoners. Dude, dude was and he then he sh- gave birth out of his ass. Was yeah. he shocking or getting shocked? Yeah, I'll have to interview him sometime. The, okay, so the Popeye sandwich is back. It's back, baby. Um, there's already been what two deaths from it. At least one, one person was definitely stabbed to death over it. Do you hear about that already? No. Someone was literally stabbed to death over the fucking Popeye sandwich. Let's just okay. So I when it when in its first release, I had it. I had the Popeye sandwich. Was very underwhelmed by it. First of all, I waited about forty five minutes in line, even though there were like two cars in front of me. Well, you're um, also like a the big Chick Fil A stand, so you're a little biased. The Popeyes in our hometown is a verifiable immigrant detention center, though. <laughs> Like, like it is like it, it's in, terms, true. in terms of quality, it is a nightmare and it was recently opened and it is absolutely a nightmare. I've never seen such a downward spiral directly, like right after opening, mm-hmm. like usually it takes some time to get that awful. They have about two people working there at yeah, all times. Within the, when, within the um, first month of it being opened, it was a big to do around town, like three nights they closed because they could get nobody to work because they were paying people like eight dollars an hour, yeah. and only two employees were working at the same it's time. It's really kind of a cool thing, and um, it's kind of nice. And so I had it the first time it came out. I was very underwhelmed by it. Um, the breading on it was gross too much, too much breading, um, too cr- like crunchy, but not the good kind of crunchy. It was like a cakey kind of crunchy, so gross. And then. Last week before we recorded the podcast, it came back on Sunday, and Stephen and I. Got us a couple. We did. Trying, one, one spicy, um, one regular. I was letting Popeyes redeem itself because I'm hearing all of this hubbub, all of this praise for this fucking sandwich. So we went back to the Buchenwald Popeyes. We went back to the Buchenwald Popeyes and um, we got us two sandwiches, one spicy, one one regular. I asked for no pickles, no mayo, just plain about after, 20 minutes after waiting. Uh, we received the do do remi- very large sandwiches. Yeah, do remind the audience though that we were in the drive-through line and we were the second car in line and there were no cars behind us. Yep. And by the time we got to the drive-through box, there were ten cars behind us. Yeah. It was really cool. The guy in front of us was trying to order, and the lady said, "Hey, can you hold on for just a moment?" Was gone for about five minutes. Came back and was like, "Okay, I'm ready." And the guy said about a syllable, and she went. I'm sorry, I'll be back. Yep. <laughs> and was really gone for another stuff. five minutes. So I opened my sandwich up, and it's just soaked in mayo. And covered in pickles. Two two of the biggest fucking pickle slices I've ever like, seen in my life. Giant, yeah. giant, giant bread and butter Giant pickles. Monsanto pickles. Hell yeah. And Extra so pickles said, and everything, dude. And so I said, you know, fuck it. I made Stephen pay $11 for two fucking chicken sandwiches. We might as well dig in. Disgusting. Say it like the woman from the YouTube. Disgusting. Disgusting. It was really bad. Was it the same issues you had with the original batch? The pretty much the yeah, pretty much. And not only that, but I was powering through it, Mm -hmm. and then I looked at the sandwich, and there was a clump of hair in it. And Tristan had the most visceral reaction I've ever seen to anyone. I shook. He went. He went like this. (laughs) 
He looked like the man from A Clockwork Orange in a wheelchair. (laughs) He looked like uh, Tuco Salamanca's grandpa. It was (laughs) like... Ding, 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 and, ding, ding. and I instantly just threw it in the back and threw it on the floor. Stephen finished most of his. I, 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 Stephen, what were your thoughts? I got, I got, no, I got half of the way through, and then I peered under one of my pickles, and the meat was gray. Yeah, the it meat was, was just, gray under one of my pickles, which means it was either undercooked or uh, I don't know. Can and, I can I play devil's advocate a little bit? Sure, not for the same. We all know you're a skeptic in a skeptic community on YouTube. Well, so like these are all issues that are that you can chalk up to like this location, right? <laughs> like fucking up the order, oh, definitely putting like cum in your food. <sighs> yeah, um, like undercooking or overcooking, right? The less handsome Rachel Dolezal giving me my money back. <laughs> I just I, I do Rachel Dolezal. I feel like the whenever you first mentioned the breading, we talked about this what months ago. Yeah, whenever it first rolled out, like if you drop some shit into a fryer. Right, whenever the oil's too cold, right, it'll get cakey and shitty. Yeah. Um, I think it's just like they were getting fucking high on the back and fucked up your sandwich. Oh, probably. I'm gonna stand for Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Well, on when the you whole. work at Popeye's, do you have to either be smoking weed or doing heroin? I drove by this same location, um, on Fourth of July at about five o'clock. Five o'clock. Six. Five o'clock. o'clock. So? Five. It's five o'clock. <laughs> um, and all of the lights were off inside about. When did they Very close? Good. Nine or ten? They close at eleven. Yeah, so they were open not two hours before this. Um, it was in the middle of the hour, so I can't imagine they had just closed up shop. Um, there were six employees all shooting off fireworks in the parking lot. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a that's that's a king move. I swear to God, that is a king. Move. I was so fucking upset. That's a king move. I like that. Hello, Frank. Is that you? Am I on the air? You're on the air. What's up, guys? Welcome hey, to the Frank. horse house. What's up? What's going on, big guy? Hey, man. I just I, I had a funny experience this morning. Please I, tell um, us. I, I woke up and you know I I woke right up and I I, I went to my tablet as I usually do. You know my my good old Kindle Fire. To of course. Surf the web and whatnot. And I go on Instagram and I see this post. Uh, it was about pertaining to that scene in the shining where the guy's uh blowing this like guy in a bear suit the furry. yeah the guy in the bear suit blowing the man in the tuxedo right it was the or was it the other way around uh, anyway uh, the, I, don't, I don't know how the guy in the tuxedo is getting the head whatever they do on. in the privacy of their own home is yeah yeah it's drama libertarian go on anyways Lower so uh the article said that uh during the screening old ladies had to be dragged out because they were fainting. Is that true? But for whatever reason, my mind switched it around, and I read that they were pulling farting old ladies from the theater. <laughs> and I just had that in my head for like the whole day until I finally went back and. Well, you know, <laughs> you're like, this is it. too good to be true. That reminds me of back in the early 1900s. Like I was scared. I started farting. Yeah. <laughs> were they? Um, you were back in uh, the early 20th century when they were. Um, Showing that film where the train runs right into the camera and people were like freaking the fuck out in the audience. They all started shitting. Just fucking idiots. They, they all started farting everywhere. They all started Rubes. shitting and coming. Simpletons. What was the other thing that made people go insane in a movie theater that one time? It's, it's Paris some, one. It's yeah. It's some. It's some French film from like uh, 1913 or something. And it's they say like it only they only played it three times and at each showing like people started going insane and like stabbing each other. And, we like, need more cinema like that. Yeah. That's when cinema was real. Kind of like how Gigi Allen um, made rock and roll dangerous again. Mm-hmm. No, because back when like Elvis, 
made rock and roll explode onto the scene, it was dangerous. Right People, when he invented rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> when those kindly old black folk helped him uh, to create rock and roll. Uh, but we need to make things dangerous again, I think. Make America dangerous again. Fuck yes. Purge. More guns. Yeah, this really does sound like a like a terrorist meeting. I don't know. Hey, Frank. I, dirty I, bomb. Dirty bomb. <laughs> <laughs> can I can I tell you one story real quick? Please. Something that actually I've been meaning to tell you. It relates to it. I would love to hear. Podcast. Please. So so here's what happened, right? I was in my bedroom, and you know I'm not ashamed to say it. I was I was masturbating, pulling my pud, yeah. you know, as I usually do. Yeah, jerking the girk. And uh, and and just as I was on the cusp, you know, when I was about to spit my rope. Yeah, when you're I, about uh, to milk that thing. Yeah, when I was about to uh, blow my goo, I uh, I remembered uh, in the podcast where you talked about having Chinese eyes. You remember that? <laughs> did I? I never said I had Chinese. Did I you say did. You absolutely I said Chinese did. eyes one time? It was a Holy throwaway yeah. comment. Holy an apology shit, for that one. Holy shit. Go on. So right, right when I had my orgasm, I thought about that, and I laughed so fucking hard that it ruined my orgasm. <laughs> so thank you for that. See, now, the, the main reason why I started this podcast was so when people orgasm... Ruin orgasms. They would instantly get ruined by the thought of me, Tristan Horse. Not the first well, time he, happened. you got one under the belt. I appreciate it. And next time it happens again, please tell us, because I love that shit. Next time, oh, wow, next time wow. it happens, please call us. Yeah. Hey, that'd yeah, be a really cool feel to call right us after. while masturbating. That'd be a cool boy. Bit. Have I got a serious XM channel for you? Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, we've talked about that before. But um, hey, hey, Tristan, you know I hate to tell you this, but uh, I'm way ahead of you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, baby. I just Thank start you. Fucking screaming. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a five hundred pound uh, ape. It, that reminds me of um. In high school, my my English teacher in eleventh grade was reading out loud to a slaughterhouse five, and there's this there's a um the main character is Billy uh, Billy Pilgrim, and um there's a scene where he talks about masturbating under an electric heating blanket, and he falls asleep, and uh, he he says he wakes up with cum all in it, and it smells like mushrooms uh, because it was all heated up, which hearing your english teacher read that out loud to your class of like 17 year olds just super hard gets me super hard uh but anyways i have a topic i wanted to bring up to you guys and frank i think you could contribute pretty nicely to this all right hey i'll do my best now i have this theory you know humans have been around for roughly five thousand years Mm -hmm. uh, since the world's inception and um right and babies typically come out of the woman's vagina Vaginas, vagina, mm-hmm. pussy, cunt, gash. But with a man like Pete Buttigieg. But, you know, see, a man like Pete Buttigieg, he has sex in his butt. But anyways, I think that over the course of tens of thousands of years that humans have existed, a baby has had to come out of the anus at least one time. Booty birth. Booty yeah. birth. Well, I mean, but no, I've been th- exactly. Booty that's, birth. I've been thinking about this, actually. Booty birth. Like, what if, you know, how... How like sometimes uh, a woman will like start shitting into her pussy or whatever. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, that's called like um, the, sh- the uh, shitty pussy that's, syndrome. That's called tubgirl.ca, folks. <laughs> yeah. Type that in your uh, browser. <laughs> Look it up. But um, you know, I know a lot of women when they give birth, they they will rip, and their two holes will become one. I was gonna say, yeah. But shout I'm out not... to the legend, they get ripped torn. I'm not <laughs> fake name. I'm... <laughs> I'm not talking about ripping, though. You can dodge a pussy, you can dodge a ball. 
that's the master of impressions frank thank you but um but see i i believe that at least one woman over the course of history has had to deliver a deliver a baby out of her anus so do you mean solely out of the anus like solely the, out of the like anus the vagina does not enter into like it. her insides are fucked up somehow hey guys um so i gotta i gotta go <laughs> I was hoping this 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 bit of incorrect science would really piss Rudy off. Well, Rudy has left the room now, Frank. You've made Rudy leave the room. You've made our twelve-year-old black son leave. Yeah, our you, not I, Soundgarden, but the black hole son has not come. Uh, Rudy, come back, please. Come on, we we got a special guest on the phone. You can't be doing this. We Do need you, your input. Have you called into the voicemail? What's that? Do you know that we have a voicemail now that you can call into and leave a message? Yeah, I did. I was aware of that. Which one? Did you leave a voicemail? Yeah, I did. Which one was it? Was it the farting yeah, one? It sounded like someone was farting? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I me. thought that was you. So so general consensus, boys, do you think that a baby has ever been delivered out of a woman's rear? 100%. Do you yes. want me to put on my dumb science hat? Put on your dumb science hat. Um, If that was possible, right, if your physiology accounted for that and you were born with, like, dumb, fucked up tubes... Yeah, you probably. I know just that die sometimes, sepsis. like a baby will be born like, uh, like feet first, and he'll get like fucking decapitated or whatever. With I, a woman's pussy. I was born. Well, I was going to be born feet first. So they had to do a cesarean section on my mom. And also, a I funny, was born retarded, and I smoked <laughs> DMT and it set me straight. Hell yeah, bro! You know, Frank, I, actually, I was born with AIDS, and I took one hit of CBD oil. I actually have a question. Um, you you know Patrick, uh, friend of the shows. Oh, uh, sure, yeah. I've known him a long time. Long yeah, time. Um, he said that one time he was at a Dunkin' Donuts. Do you ever remember seeing him at a Dunkin' Donuts? Uh, I don't. You might jog my memory, though. He said that you were... This is one of my favorite stories, whether or not it's true or not. Patrick's a teller of tall tales. He said that one time that, okay. that you were... That he was in a Dunkin' Donuts and you were in line in front of him and you were with your mom. Does this sound? Mm-hmm. Is this? And <laughs> yeah, I think so. And and she ordered and then she, and then she said like, "Oh, tell the nice lady what you want, Frank." And all you responded with was, "Video games." <laughs> is that <laughs> is that no, true? That is total bullshit. <laughs> oh, that sounds like some real cope right there. I, uh, I think I I feel like I remember standing in front of him, but <laughs> but <laughs> but you never said video games. No, I think I just said pussy. <laughs> pussy, please. Mm-hmm. Can I have some pussy and some donuts, please? Drink. <laughs> you know that sounded real. No, mean? it was just a mouth fart. Damn. All right. Well, Frank, um, that that was our topic for today with you. Thanks for calling in. All right. Hey, you want to hear my uh, impression of Stephen and Rudy? Yeah. Please. Oh shit. Hey, I'm Stephen and I'm Rudy. How's it going? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 hey, hey guys, what's up? Can you hear me? <laughs> he's he's putting his mouth far away from the microphone. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on, guys? <laughs> Hi, I'm I'm Stephen. I'm gay. I'm also gay. Luke and Harry in the alley by the light switch. Who watches over you? Make a little birdhouse in your soul. Not to put too fine a point on it. Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet. Make a little birdhouse in your soul. 
Screaming 